0: The following is a short history of Edgar Leonidas Clark. I was born at Winter Quarters, Florence, Nebraska, April 7, 1848. My parents moved to Salt Lake City, and the following summer, in 1851, they moved to San Bernardino, California. We lived in San Bernardino until December 1857. Then we moved and settled in Perwin, Utah where my home has been to this very day, February 13th, 1916. Since my early childhood, my education has principally been in the livestock business, namely sheep, horses, and cattle. From about January 15th, 1889 to about 1910, I bought and handled sheep, cattle, and horses very exclusively as an agent for the late B.F. Saunders the acknowledged leading broker in the western states, whose headquarters were in Salt Lake City. He died on July 26, 1910, and by his will, I was appointed the sole executor of his estate to act without bonds. On November 27, 1866, Miss Mary Jane Roberts and I were married. To us were born four daughters, named Mary Elizabeth, Ella Evelyn, Sarah Olivia, and Dorothy. My wife Mary Jane died February 10, 1902. On January 13, 1906, Miss Nellie McAllister and I were married. To us were born two sons and one daughter, Edgar McAllister, Saunders McAllister, and Alice. Edgar L. Clark was a great lover of horses. He always drove the very best buggy team around the country. Some of the people called his outfit the flyer. He also had many fine race horses which were thoroughbreds. He took good care of his horses. Lots of times before going to bed, he would say, Well, I guess I'll go down and say goodnight to old Tep and old two Raleigh, or whatever horses he had in the barn. In february nineteen twelve, we took our children Edgar and Alice and drove over the mountain up Perwin Canyon, just past Blue Springs, up by Panguitch Lake. There was hardly any snow on the mountain that year. We stayed with the Johnny Moral family that night, and our children played with the with the Moral family as they played valentines. We went on over to Canab and came back by the way of Pangwich. The morning of February twentieth, we started home from Pangwich, leaving about nine o'clock, and it had snowed hard on us all the way home. When we got there to the bottom of the hill by the divide. We met the small mail cart, and by the time we got to the top of the hill, the mail cart tracks were all gone and covered up with snow. That was a flying trip through the snow. In the summer of 1910, Mr. Saunders died, and Edgar went to Salt Lake for his funeral. When he was going on the road, there was quite a lot of water, more than usual, and part of the road was covered with muddy water, and he had to guess where the road was. He went down in a big hole and most of the buggy was covered with water. His suit he had with him to wear to the funeral in a suitcase and it was covered with mud and and water. He knew it wouldn't be fit to wear to the funeral so he stood up in the buggy, took off all his clothes and threw them onto the bank then he got out in the mud and led the horses out, got back in the buggy, dressed in his clothes and went on. His clothes in the suitcase couldn't be cleaned for in time for the funeral He had the one he had on pressed and brushed and wore it. In the summer of 1909, he was doing quite poorly, and we went to the doctor and found out that he had diabetes. It didn't get him right down, but it was an awful disease, and we never knew what would happen next. I guess the worst was when his feet hurt him so bad for weeks and he would break out with diabetic ulcers. They didn't have much medicine to fight it back in those days like we do today. So we had to keep him on a pretty strict diet, and sometimes I know his food wasn't very appetizing or satisfying. It was harder then to take care of food and to get a variety the way we do today. One time when we started over the mountain, Edgar took me up to the Yankee Meadow, where the lake is now, and it was a beautiful meadow in the opening of the forest. This little valley was where he had spent a great part of his younger days. He showed me where the houses were and where the milk house was still standing at the edge of the forest. It had been storming that day and there was mud and there was bear tracks in the mud. Edgar said they were about the largest bear tracks he had ever seen and that there had always been bear there at the Yankee. The Yankee Meadow is a pretty place now, but to me it was more beautiful back in the old days by my notion. This is where he and his brother spent many summers with their family, running a dairy, and it was a hard time, but that had to be done to make money then. They loved this place and spent many happy days there. In 1903, E.L. Clark was an agent for B.F. Saunders. He went on an extended trip through Alaska to find out if the country was good for cattle or sheep. He went to many parts of Alaska, including Juneau, Valdez, Todiac Island, Waiak, Dutch Harbor, and Kashigo, and many other parts of Alaska. From his diary, I think he was there from about the 1st of September to about the 20th of October. It seems that most of this country was not what they were looking for, and although there were many places where sheep and cattle could live year-round in the range, most places would have to have feed brought into the animals to keep them. Edgar Clark was on the Board of Directors in the Bank of Southern Utah when it was opened, until the bank was started here in Parowan. He moved his interest in the Bank of Iron County because he was the first president of that bank in Parowan. He was also the postmaster in Parowan for a good deal of time. He always donated to all church projects. And I remember when the Summit Chapel was being built in 1918, he contributed to it. He always donated very liberally to the church that is now the Third War Church. Edgar Clark died on the 28th of February, 1921, and the following is a piece of the Bank of Officials read by Clayton Mitchell at his funeral. Edgar L. Clark had filled many positions of public trust, and having been president of the Bank of Iron County, president of the Perwin M&M Company, director of the Bank of Southern Utah, and he became connected with the bank here in Perwan. He was held in high esteem by all classes of our community. His influence was always found to be in favor of the right and uplift his fellow man. Many sought his counsel when they were in need of assistance. He was always loving and devoted husband and a kind, indulgent father, and was in turn loved by and revered by his family.